hey friends to be fair life can feel like a mess with too little time but on this podcast we think through the challenges and make thoughtful everyday decisions my name is amy k and this is to be fair Thank you so much for listening today. This is episode number 13, and we're starting another dozen episodes of To Be Fair in kind of a second season. I didn't really plan on a pause after that first dozen, but there were some things happening personally that were challenging, so I stepped away for a bit. I'm sorry that it was an unannounced break, and I'm glad now to be sharing an episode a week again. Today on To Be Fair, we're thinking about what it means to be ourselves and show who we are. I know that might sound cheesy or trivial, but I think it's a really big deal. And I think it's hard, frankly, because we're taught from the time we're little to be appropriate, to be normal, to get along. And we're often taught how to do that by um, not talking about complicated or difficult things like politics or religion or money or feelings. Many of us haven't had a lot of practice sharing our feelings, even if they're positive, and especially if we feel hurt or anything that's considered negative. We haven't had practice saying if we disagree with something or even have a different angle about something. Alternatively, some of us have had a lot of instruction about how to look and talk and be a way that is culturally appropriate. We're taught how to fit in. Because it can be a hard road to hoe if we don't fit in, right? So we parents, we don't want our kids to have a difficult time. There is value in knowing how to just function in our culture. I totally get that. But not to the point that we diminish who we are. Or that we bury ourselves under layers and layers of appropriateness. Which is to say layers of numbing our feelings and knowing how to avoid more complicated conversations. Here's what I know to be true, friends. We are each our own person. There is no one exactly like us. We each have our own unique calling, each one of us. I know it is something that comes from God, but in whatever way you think of it, I hope you'll hear me in that way that's right for you. We each have God-given gifts. We can grow into our talents. We have our own unique experiences that shape us and our perceptions. We each have our own purpose, and the world needs each of us to be who we are, to just be ourselves, and to be more of who we are all the time. As I've lived this past year, I've also learned that this is true. It can feel uncomfortable to be more of who we really are, because it includes new things. It's vulnerable. It feels unpredictable. I'm betting that many of us have perfected how to think and behave in certain ways to succeed in life. Whatever we define as succeeding, many of us have perfected the ways that we think and behave to be able to succeed in life. And then, at some point, we start being still. We start meditating. We talk with wise sages. We experience a trauma or we grieve a loss. Whatever it is, we have a new thought. We have an epiphany. And we recognize that there's a different way to think and behave. And we start discovering ourselves. We start becoming more of who we really are. This is our job. To become more of who we are. Because it is who we are called by God to be. And no one else can do it. Just us. 
the process of just being ourselves can feel all the range of emotions from awful to exhilarating, but a common denominator for me anyway is that it feels flat out weird. It feels uncomfortable. It feels as uncomfortable as this lightning storm that's going on because I record the podcast here in my closet where there are two windows. (laughs) So please forgive the realness of this podcast. But back to what I was saying, it can feel uncomfortable to be ourselves. It can be new for us to wipe away the layers that we've had of being appropriate. It's not the tried and true ways that we've perfected as we've gone along in culturally acceptable ways and that we've succeeded in life. But even though it feels weird, it's more real. And I certainly hope, my friends, that our lives have a heck of a lot more depth and realness than it has surface skimming in relationships and shallow successes. (sighs) So here's what I hope we can do together. I hope we can continue being ourselves and showing who we are showing who we are in our words and our actions. I am all about the tangible things for us to try to do to help ourselves here on To Be Fair. So here's a couple of things we can do to intentionally try to show who we are. First, wherever our comfort level is now with expressing ourselves, let's go one step further. For instance, if we aren't in the habit now of sharing our feelings with friends, we could just start with telling people when we've thought of them or how we appreciate them. And when we do so, let's express our thoughts completely. For example, a friend was um, kindly talking through my life with me the other day and his daughter wanted to hold our hamster in the middle of this visit. I was torn because her dad was really helping me to think about things, but her face was so super sweet and full of hamster longing. So I asked her if maybe we could have a hamster date sometime because right then I was talking with her dad and he was helping me. She agreed to that, but then I was dead set on following through with a hamster date. So last night we had the best two hours people can have cleaning out a hamster's home. (laughs) This girl is totally fantastic. She is a wonderful, tiny human being. And I texted her parents to say as much. I wanted them to know that I'm impressed with their parenting. If we haven't been open with our feelings at all, this kind of sharing would be a good first step. Maybe that kind of thing has come naturally to us already, but we don't feel comfortable extending that fully to adults, our peers. I think we can and should apply that same level of transparency to people of all ages and genders. And we don't need to minimize anything or be vague because it seems strange to compliment an adult. This is where I start to feel goofy, honestly. Actually, I feel pretty fine expressing myself with women. It's easy for me to share affirmations with the ladies, but to tell an adult male how proud I am of him has been goofy feeling. It's definitely been the hardest. And I'm not sure why this is true for me, but it is. And now that I'm a single woman, if I'm texting a man who's in a relationship with someone, I always text both of them. I most certainly do not want any sharing to be thought of as anything more than friendship. Lord have mercy. The thought of that about makes me want to throw up. We all have to find the best ways for us to share our feelings so that they are received the way we hope for them to be received. Extending our expressiveness to adults is one way we can show up and show ourselves. And the more we practice expressing ourselves, the less awkward it feels. Maybe we're already doing all of those things. And the next step is to practice sharing more about um, difficult feelings. 
like maybe a friendship has been a little off and we're maybe not sure why or a friend has hurt our feelings or whatever. And I'm not going to lie, friends. I am not to this yet. I only know what this looks like because I appreciate the woman who I've referred to a lot before on this podcast, Dr. Brene Brown. She's a social work professor at the University of Houston. She says that we have it in us to be able to say to a friend something like, hey, when you said this, I wasn't sure about how it made me feel. And the story I told myself is this. We should be able to have real conversations about our feelings if our friendship is real, but it's really hard. I only have a small handful of folks that I can have these kinds of hard conversations with, but I look forward to the time when I'm able to do it more. And I hope the same for you, my friends. We can each take a step forward towards authenticity from wherever we are currently. May we take a step. The last thing I'd like for us to ponder today as we think about being ourselves and showing who we are is this. Are we able to express disagreement? If we were debaters or our professors in higher education or attorneys or something like that, perhaps we are well practiced at critical thinking and verbalization. But many of the rest of us are not so practiced. So for us, when it happens, it can kind of feel bad or off or something. And our natural response is to hedge away from anything that feels bad. So we stay away from disagreeing. We can become savvy about how to get out of real conversations with humor or um, being distracted by the kids or deflecting to someone else. And some of us become good at never even entering into real issue or idea-based conversations. Maybe we have lots of fun friends and we're fun, but really all we talk about are the fun things. I also wonder if after years and years of practice at this, if some of us don't even know we're doing it. This is how a scene might look. We're talking with someone in a gathering and smiling and nodding, but then realize that the conversation has evolved and we're actually disagreeing with what's being said now. So we excuse ourselves to check on the chip bowl. Iana Van Sant is a speaker and an author who has a show on the Oprah Network about healing. I've never seen the show, honestly, but I've heard her speak, and this part really resonated with me. She says that when we feel ourselves, and these are my words, slipping into the just get along mode, we could try saying something like, I know that sounds true to you, but that doesn't feel true to me, so I can't move on that right now. I know that sounds true to you but it doesn't feel true to me. I appreciate Iana's words because they are a gentle way to start having real conversations or like that's where the conversation could possibly end. But at least we're saying real things here. Maybe we're quite capable of having real conversation complete with disagreements with acquaintances, but we find ourselves avoiding those kinds of conversations with friends or family or our partner in life. Showing up and being seen might be the hardest in long-term relationships. Because we're bright human beings, we've seen the little signs along the way and we know how to avoid them now because the last time I mentioned issue A, an eyebrow went up or there was a long pause or a pregnated drink was taken. When I did this, he did that and it fell off. So I'm gonna avoid that altogether. We're smart. And if we want to consciously or maybe we're doing it unconsciously, avoid certain things, we can do it. So sometimes it takes the most courage to talk about things with those whom we love or respect the most. Let's work towards recognizing when we're moving away from conversations because we might not agree about everything. 
or they might feel difficult, or we're not sure about how they're going to go. And then we can make the conscious choice to say whatever we choose to say. Maybe it's something like, I know that sounds true to you, but it doesn't feel true right now to me, so I can't move on it. I tell you, friends, this stuff is so hard for me. So, so hard. But I think that it's the important stuff of life, so I'm going to keep working at it. And I hope wherever you are with it, that you'll take a step further towards being you and showing who you are. It's important. It's important to you, to me, to the people that we love, to the people that we care for in the world. May we live into God's calling for us. Just be ourselves and show who we are. May it be so for you and for me. Thanks so much for listening today. If you found something here to be helpful and think someone else would as well, please share it over for him or her. If there's only one piece you think someone would like, or only one piece that's good, I don't know, just maybe share it and tell them where to start, right? Tell them the minute mark. I just listened to a story brand podcast yesterday and told a math professor friend that she might like a piece of it starting at minute 14. It's not that I didn't think she would like the whole thing, but the part that made me think of her was that part. So I just shared that piece over. Let's just help each other the best we can in little ways like that. So if something from To Be Fair is worthy of sharing in any form, I would be honored. Until next time, friends, take good care. I'm Amy Kay, and this has been To Be Fair.